Often respected podcast hosts Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez met online in 2006 and began podcasting together shortly thereafter, discovered Star Wars Minute in 2014 and launched a Movies by Minute podcast of their own a year later, focused on the Back to the Future trilogy, completing it less than three years later with 340 episodes about the films themselves and five about the Universal Studios theme park attraction from the early 1990s. Received over 100 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, in early 2018 completed 95 episodes Episodes of the Cornetto Minute, dedicated to the Edgar Wright-directed comedy trilogy starting with 2004's Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. The show is nowhere near as popular with only four reviews on Apple Podcasts and has been on hiatus ever since. Hey, Scott, how's the hiatus? Well, I haven't been on hiatus. Not exactly. That's right. You've been working on that little side project, Spider or something. Spider-Man Minute. I don't know if I'd call it a side project exactly. I would. You know, I'm surprised you didn't take a break after last season of Cornetto Minute. That's what I did. I prefer to take my breaks behind the mic. Indeed you do. And that's why it's high time such skills were put to better use on Cornetto Minute Season 2. I'm sorry? Hot fuzz. You want us to cover every minute of Hot Fuzz? Yes, lovely. Isn't there a weekly podcast we could do? Oh, no. Can I just stay on hiatus then? No. Do I have any choice in this? No. But I kind of like being on hiatus. You always said you wanted to cover Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I don't remember telling you that. Yes, you did. You said, I'd love to cover Hot Fuzz one minute at a time someday, Zach. <sighs> Fine, but there's no way we can perpetuate the amount of carnage and mayhem in every minute of Hot Fuzz and not incur a considerable amount of podcasting. 115 daily episodes? Not a problem. The Cornetto Minute returns to investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Sanford's finest one minute at a time. It's about to go off with Edgar Wright's Hot Fuzz this November at DuelingGenre.com for the greater good. For the greater good. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, Season 2, The Secret of Views, where we are discussing the 1991 live-action turtle sequel, One Minute at a Time. In case you're wondering why my intro is a little different, it's because we haven't done this in a while because we've been on a brief hiatus. Uh, as we get into the minutes this week, there's going to be a couple things coming at you, uh, a couple of uh, uh, re-recorded minutes that we had to redo and we figured it would be a really good idea to tell you guys, number one, why we went on a hiatus and why we had to redo some minutes. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to thank everyone who has been patient and listened to the Back Issues episodes, listened to the uh, Francois Chow interview that we threw at you guys. Uh, it was very important to us to keep content coming at you in this time that we were sort of away from the mic. Uh, but without further ado, here are our co-hosts, everybody, Mr. Chris O'Connor. Hey, man. And Adam Sheehan. Well, hello. And Rachel Gatlin. Hi. Guys, it's been so long. It, it has, been. has been so long. So much has happened. So, ah. so much <laughs> has happened. Well, as I said, you know, we've been on a, a, a brief hiatus. We, we told our fans that some real life adult stuff had come <laughs> up. 
and you know, just we'll go around the horn. Some of the real life things that came up are, you know, Adam and Rachel just bought a house. Yay! Yay. So that wow. was congratulations, you guys. That was that was one of the real life adult things that came up. Oh man, that was so cool. Yeah, I had you know some work things that were just kind of up in there, but. You know, the main oh, reason we decide man. to take the hiatus. Sure sounds like real life adult stuff is yeah. all awesome. Yeah, real life adult real life adult <laughs> stuff is not always awesome. Um and, and Chris, why don't you tell us uh what your real life adult stuff was? Well, um about a month ago, as of recording this, um a little more than that as of you hearing it, uh I, I had the my uh, my first day on my new job after I'd been laid off the day like the, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Um and uh on my way home from my first day at my new job, which, by the way, I still have that new job. It's going great. I'm really having a wonderful time. It's a good place well, to we're work. we're glad to hear that. Yeah, I know. It's great. I got a call from the fire department. Uh, it turns out that uh, my condo burned up, and um, fortunately, no one was home at the time. It didn't spread to any other units. Uh, no human beings were harmed. Um, we did lose our cat, so there's oh, that. No. Um, I'm a little glib about it right now because, you know, it's been – a month and a half, and I've, I've kind of just trying to figure out how to tell this story in a in a less depressed. It's Monday. Happy Monday, guys. <laughs> we <laughs> you call were this less depressing. <laughs> oh man. So um, yeah, there, there was a, a fire at our place, and uh, on on a night that we were actually supposed to record more episodes, um, and uh, uh, and uh, everything we own was destroyed. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, so real life adult stuff. Yeah, on um, opposite ends that, of the spectrum. Yeah, that no real life adult should have to go through. You, you guys got a house. I, I lost a condo. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like uh, the universe balancing stuff out. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Adam and Rachel and I were on the Skype call or the the Google Hangouts call, as it were, and we're like, oh, you know, Chris is unusually late tonight. And then you know you sent a, a picture through the Facebook Messenger, and it we didn't know I what did. it was. We're like, what are we looking at right now? This is that, is that? It, it was a screenshot from Fallout Four. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it looked like hell. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where was is he right now? What is this? Remains of what looked like DVDs, and we got really, really nervous. And it was, you know, it was a while before you were able to get back to us. Rightfully so, you were dealing with a lot at the moment. But we were just like, oh man, this is. This is not good. Yeah. So we were really, really worried. Thank God, you know, we we were you got back to us quick enough that we didn't go into full panic mode. Oh yeah, were, it would be it would have been terrible if I hadn't gotten back to you. I was like, here's just the, here's this picture. By the <laughs> way, I'm not gonna talk to you. <laughs> no, for for, for days. five five, ten minutes oh, yeah. or so, that's kind of what it was like. I, I did I did send another picture along the lines of yeah. this is where I was going to be recording tonight. Yeah. Uh, and it was like the blasted out space where my desk used to be. Yeah, it was basically a crater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we are uh, we are incredibly happy that you are okay, that your family is okay. We are we are so sorry for the loss of your cat and also you know the, your property. Um, yeah, big ups to the dueling genre family though. They got you back on your feet. They got you some new podcasting equipment. I, that's right. I'm, you were honestly, you were listening to me. You were listening to me through the shiny new microphone purchased by patrons like you. Um, thanks, Patreon. And I, I'm honestly still kind of. Amazed at the fact that you're back doing this as quickly as you are. It's been three weeks, four weeks, a month. It's a been month. a month. I, I I fully expected that we would be sort of out of commission for longer while you were dealing with this. But you know, you know, thank you, Chris, for for wanting to get back and do it. And we're yeah. hopefully going to make are, this fun for people. 
Yeah, we're we're fortunate in many ways. Uh, just you know, listeners, so you know, like I'm I'm living with my in laws. Uh, they they recently retired and moved back to their large place in Fairfax, and they've got space for us. And you know, we're here. We have USAA as our home insurance, and they're you know so far honoring their commitments as a home insurer. Um, pro tip: every year, go ahead and update your uh, personal property coverage on your home insurance because you keep adding stuff. Um, we didn't do that. Oh, we got to uh, do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, good, it, uh, uh, good it, lesson. It, as, as these things go, uh, we're, we're very fortunate. We did, um, we did start a GoFundMe. Um, like I said, we, uh, we have our insurance and it is, it is working, but it's not. Um, one of the things you have to do when all your stuff is destroyed is you have to make a spreadsheet of everything you own and how much it costs and send it off to the insurance company so that they can look at it and say, yeah, that seems legit. And um, in the process, we discovered we had a considerable amount more than we were covered for. Mm. Um, and uh, so that stuff is is just lost. Um, you know, uh, donations from uh, friends in the neighborhood and, you know, um, our, our son's uh, sort of classmates from daycare. Everything has been, you know, really good. We, we don't, you know, we have more clothes than the kids will ever need. We have, uh, you know, more toys than they're ever going to need. We have stuff hidden away in the closets that we can sort of give them from time to time as, as like, a, hey, you've been good. Here's a toy. So that has been great. Like the outpouring of support has been absolutely wonderful. Um, but uh, we, we do have, we have set up a a GoFundMe um, for just a, a little bit to, uh, uh, and we'll put I'll put a link up in the uh, the, the the Facebook listener group. Um, it's uh, GoFundMe, uh, the O'Connor Family Restoration Project, and the idea of that is that, um, like I said, our, our insurance coverage for personal property is not uh, not up to spec. And one of the things that they advised is that uh, uh, can you guys hear the crying baby in the background? Yeah, <laughs> darn it! All it's, right, okay. Well, that, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, that's one of the things is uh, being in, in new digs. I'm not exactly in a soundproof pod booth. Um, and um, one of the things that uh, our, our, you know, sort of a, uh, insurance adjuster and advisor and basically everybody has said is that due to the kind of damage that uh, that's there, even stuff that appears to be fine is probably contaminated with smoke and soot and other chemicals and asbestos. Um, and they're like, just write it all off. It's going to cost too much to, to fix any of it. Um, but we do have some things that we're going to try and, uh, to recover and to fix and to do that. It's going to take uh, a special appraisal, special cleaning, special products, special tools. I need to buy like gas masks with like P100 filters so that I can go into a hazardous environment and actually sift through and get this stuff. Um, we have uh, a number of uh, camera flashcards that uh, had baby pictures on them that oh, I hadn't man. processed yet and backed up. Yeah, that crying baby in the background, we got his uh, his newborn uh, photo spread uh, on, on a on a flashcard on a camera that I never put up online in any of the Ooh. number of cloud places I have. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing a GoFundMe to sort of fund the project to safely get us in there and sift through and, and sort of bag up the, the flashcards, the hard drives, the wedding dress, um, some family heirlooms, the sword we cut our wedding cake with, all that kind of stuff, and see if we can't fix any of it. I think at this point, um, you know, we've been at, locked out of the place for a month while they've been doing investigations. Um, I had initially held out hope for, you know, maybe one of the guitars or the piano or Beth's cello, but mm, oh man, not si the cello. Si sitting in the uh, in the ice and the mud and the soot and the ash for a month, I'm sure that stuff's oh, just man. anything wood is gone. Yeah. Well, I I mean it's it's truly an awful awful thing and like I said we're we're happy that the people are okay and yeah. you guys are you know 
able to sort of go on with your lives now. But yeah, if anyone wants to help, that's the GoFundMe. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and once again, just thanks to the listener community for being patient with us and, you know, not bugging us with questions and just sort of understanding that, you know, something was going on and just trusting that we would let you know what happened when the time was right. Um, yeah. So that time is now. And I guess we're going to talk about some turtles. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, you te- you said that uh, things were going to be... Interestingly enough, this minute, the after this part, after this introduction about why we were gone, <laughs> this is one of the files that survived the fire. So it's actually like my attitude is going to be totally different. I'm sure I'll be there's, much more chipper. There's going to be an awkward change <laughs> um, in attitude here in a minute. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's going to be fine. Like nothing ever happened. It's like time travel. Yeah. <laughs> For the next uh, three minutes. Wednesday yeah. will be the last uh, pre-fire recording. Yeah, so we'll have Thursday and Friday of this week, guys. We'll be there'll be re-recorded minutes that we have to. We're actually in the midst of that session right now. We're going to do this intro and then go do minutes twenty-four and twenty-five, and then next week we had actually recorded three full days with guest Eric Dean. Uh, those minutes were lost on Chris's computer also that burned up in the fire. So we, Eric is going to be nice enough and he's going to uh, get back with us and we're going to have a fresh take on those three minutes, and then. The Thursday and Friday minutes from next week are from before the fire, so it's going to be another <laughs> weird shift. In... Oh, I didn't realize that. So you guys are in for a roller coaster of emotion here. <laughs> um, so in about two weeks, things are going to be super normal again. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but let's get into it now. We're gonna we're gonna say thank you one more time, Chris. We're glad everything's okay. Uh, so we love I. you, and we're we're just so happy the family's Aww. all right. And I love you guys too. And uh, now we're going to go into, I don't even remember, was this minute 21? Minute 21. 21, yeah. Sounds of, a good number. Of Secret of the Ooze Minute <laughs> here on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. All right, here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, one minute at a time. That's right. It's Secret of the Ooze, a minute at a time. A minute at a minute at a time. You know, I used to be good at this, and I'm not so good at this anymore. I've noticed you stopped using adjectives, like one April slapping minute at a time. I haven't at all, have yeah. I? No. Yeah. Well, there's just so many words in there. All right, let's yeah, do it again. It's a bit of a salad. It's we'll hard. We'll do it again. Hang on, ready? Where we're watching the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one dandelion plucking minute at a time. <laughs> That's not the one I was going to go with. I don't know if you want to one. know the one I was going to go with. I, one wax on, wax offing minute at a time. No, that's there not what go. I was going to go with either. What were you going to go well, with? Well, wax off. I don't know. Should I save it until we get to it in the moment? Yeah, save it I'll until I'll save it until we get, we get to it. it in the moment, and then I'll, then I'll do it. It'll be like, call back. You said <laughs> wax offing. Mm. <laughs> anyway, Man. my name is Scott Tofty. With me, as always, is our incredible panel of turtle experts, Chris O'Connor. Mwah! Rachel Gatlin. Hi. A kissy noise. And Adam Sheehan. <laughs> hey. That was we, a kissy we're already noise? off the rails, and we haven't even said hello yet. <laughs> Man, it, Chris, if that was your kissy no- well, never mind. Is that better? Yes. I guess that's better. I, do, I guess it doesn't translate over a Yeah, it's kind of difficult. Well. No. Mwah. Well, <laughs> spelled M-W-A-H, <laughs> exclamation point. Um, anyway, we're talking about Ninja Turtles, and today we're in minute number 21, uh, we've had some lovely guests so far 
over the course of the season. However, we're all by our lonesome for these five minutes. We are just mm-hmm. back to our original core four, uh, which is fine. We're going to have some more guests coming up and uh, some very special guests as well. Uh, I think yeah, it's probably for the probably, best. I don't know when we're going to air our super top secret interview that we just recorded not too long ago, but I'm guessing it's either already. Well, happened. if we if we air it before this, then you're sounding silly. I know. I just sound stupid. But uh, maybe we have another second one. Secret. Mental note, don't release it until this episode, and then it won't be (laughs) I'll put it in the notes. Oh, man, they got to wait till February? That's terrible. Well, (laughs) you know. Suckers. Well, I mean, they're listening to this in February, so it doesn't matter? Okay, they're waiting till right now. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh, this is the first I've heard of this. (laughs) Maybe this will air on my birthday. <gasps> Maybe it'll air on Maybe. my birthday. Actually, this episode I think is airing the twenty eighth. Regardless, January, it's airing if on I've done Monday. My day, oh. so. That's close to my birthday. All right, so. we're almost there. Happy almost birthday, Rachel. Anyway, thank you. Minute twenty one. <laughs> the very happy unbirthday to all of us. Yay. Yes. Minute twenty one starts with the shredder uh, gazing <sighs> lovingly at his dandelion, and the minute ends. With uh, Splinter inviting his turtles up for a little rooftop rendezvous. Mm. I like alliteration. <laughs> so uh, this this first scene where the Shredder is kind of, you know, giving Tatsu his directions, there's this ominous John Duprez music that's kind of creeping up. I think we might have talked about it last minute. But he also stops for a minute. Like, he gives his directions, and Tatsu, like, bolts out, Hanna-Barbera style. I almost expect to hear the bongos going. (laughs) But then it's it's just the shot of Shredder looking at the dandelion. And I'm kind of expecting him to just say, Tonight I dine on turtle soup. That would have been the place (laughs) to do it. Tonight I will eat this dandelion. Dandelion (laughs) soup is actually a thing. Yeah, and tea. I'm a little sad for this minute. Oh, tea, that's right. Not soup. I don't know. Maybe dandelion soup is a thing. Well, you can make a salad out of dandelion greens, but go ahead, Al. Oh, cool. We we have to say goodbye to this beautiful Mm. giant flower. I've really been enjoying this last few minutes. It's your favorite. Uh, It was in every shot of of, of the last episode. It was really weird how you brought it up in that secret interview. Ugh. (laughs) What? Uh, You know, uh, it's a thing. Um, yeah, Adam, I know it's like your favorite prop in the whole film. So, how like, do we feel like it got enough screen time? No, I feel like it. I feel like it, it should like have been, like in, a vial been in, in the background. It should have been in every shot in the background of, of oh, the entire film. Shredder should have put it in as like a cape pin, like a belt, <laughs> yeah, like, like a, a lapel oh, pin, a boutonniere. <laughs> His boutonniere. Oh my god, he could be like. <laughs> Oh, Don't you like my boutonniere? Oh, that's amazing. I gave him a corsage and he gave me a giant boutonniere. We're going to homecoming together. <laughs> this is me and this is Shredder. I'm, I'm going to and be we're the homecoming married. ninja. <laughs> Joker, what would eat Shredder your heart be out? voted in high school? Most likely to shred? I don't know. Most likely mm. to run an evil teenage empire? Most likely to start a cult. <laughs> Most likely to commit small-time crimes, but look really badass doing it. I, I did like that bit. <laughs> Gather your best men. It's like they're not men; they're children. <laughs> Gather your best boys. <laughs> well, you know, it is a movie. There's a best boy on there somewhere. That's yeah, true. yeah. 
Oh, oh man. man. Doing whatever they do. Send in the lost boy ninjas. <laughs> what does a best boy do on a set? It's... Uh, everyone always struggles to explain that one. You know what? It's kind of a secret. Even people who so. ostensibly know. Hmm. Yeah, Pondering. best boy. It's, well, it's one of the. I, it's I mean, you know who would know? Scott Corelli would know. Scott Corelli would know. What I, would be, I should a, know. What's but, a, you know, what's a worse title, best boy or head boy? Mm. I prefer <laughs> to think that Key Grip is also a it, not so great title. It depends on what kind of movie you're making. I would say because mm. oh, head boy yeah. on certain sets might mean something different. Mm. That's true. That's true. We're getting well, too far off of this. Let's let's yeah, roll forward. But, but I must say that these minutes and this week, at least uh, you know the first few, um, you know, there's plenty of uh, of uh, innuendo here to be had uh, for for that sort of thing. Yeah, for all the kids at home. Yeah, <laughs> try this, <laughs> kids at home. Everybody listening to this. Everybody listening to this is in their thirties. If you're a kid listening to this, like uh, tweet at us at, at TMNT uh, Minute and just be like, hey, I'm a kid and you offended my gentle sensibilities. And I'll be like, you don't exist. Shut up. But first, get your parents' permission before going online. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a dangerous place, that internet. So as we're moving forward in Good this point. minute, we see the turtles sort of like ninja cleaning April's apartment, but in not a very menacing way. Yeah. Donatello is dancing with, I think, a mop he on likes the dirty end blondes. of his bow staff. Yeah, it's, or is it's, it an actual mop? I think it's just a mop. No, well, it's, it's got two, two, two mop heads. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they just duct tape mop heads onto his Ugh. bow staff, which is hilarious. It makes me wonder, does he often dance with his bow staff? Hmm. And kiss it? Or only when it has mop heads on Or it. he made a special double-headed mop just I for this I think he just occasion. made a double-headed mop. And wait, yeah. second question, side note. Uh, if the mop has two heads, are they both like imaginary girls that he's dancing with? And therefore, is Donatello having an imaginary threesome? He is. Ew. <laughs> he likes dirty blondes. <laughs> oh, dirty, dirty blondes. Get it? Because they're because they're mops. They're dirty. Ew. <laughs> um, Leonardo is in the back, and I like that he's kicking with the vacuum cleaner instead of just like actually vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, punching at the same time. He doesn't know how to vacuum. <laughs> We've never had to clean before. We lived in a sewer. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you think he even has it plugged in? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's cordless. No, it has a bag. It's a Dyson. I just. I also like that after he uh, he kicks, uh, he then sort of like looks at the vacuum or floor. Like, did I get it? Did I get it? I always look. I'm just like, is it? Is it up? No, it's not up. What the hell is it? Why is it not coming out of the floor? I'm on maximum suck. <laughs> and then you, you realize it's just a floral pattern blow. rug, and you know, yeah. that's, that's a thing oh. Dyson's actually have. They have maximum suck. Oh. Wow, that's hilarious. Um, so Donatello is enraptured with his bow staff girlfriend and lays a big wet one on her, which is weird because yeah. it's like the most phallic weapon. That's very true. It is, uh, well, all kinds of questions about Donatello here in this minute, I suppose. Mm. Um, we pan over and we see Raphael not doing any kind of ninja. He's like the only guy that's ever actually cleaned before. He's just regular sweeping. Like he's just completely fed up with all of his brothers. <laughs> <laughs> just he just gonna, has to get out of this apartment. Just <laughs> I just need to live here. on my own, guys. Stand over here and angrily sweep. Aw, vengeful sweeping. <laughs> and the camera keeps uh, panning over, and we see Michelangelo. Mopping. Uh, Donatello is wearing, I believe, a purple 
and white apron. Yeah, a little uh, halfy apron. And <laughs> Michelangelo is wearing what could be considered an orangey or salmon colored apron. That's so I like that their aprons pinkish, are sort yeah. of matching their personalities here. I like um, it. But he does his little Karate Kid gimmick. Now, 1991, uh, wax on, wax off. Still very popular? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, like, I got that reference. And I feel like I saw this movie Everybody before got that reference. I saw Karate Kid, and I still got that reference. Hmm. I think I'm in the same boat with you. I feel like this was sort of in the, the zeitgeist yeah. uh, so deeply that you didn't even need to Karate see Karate Kid had, like, great cultural penetration. Okay. <laughs> What? I just thought it would be good to leave that hanging there. It's not the only um, time no, I'm it did. It, penetration. It, That's a word. <laughs> it absolutely did. I feel like that one, and then like, what are some other good ones that that always sort of like made it through without knowing what you're actually referencing? Made Bill it and Ted? with you is always a good one, I suppose. Um, Rocky's up there. Yeah. Here's Johnny. Yo, Adrian. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much all the impressions that Mikey did in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. But I feel like Bill and Ted and Wayne's World fall into that category, too. Because mm. like, I knew the Foxy joke before I ever saw Wayne's World. Really? I yeah. Wayne's World. Or Wayne's World 2. Wayne's World yeah, is just endlessly one. quotable. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, yeah, there's like a lot of those, especially when we were little kids, of yeah. like uh, movie quotes from movies we were not old enough to see. Mm. Very true. Um, so we do the wax on, wax off gag, and I like that he has to call all of his brothers over to watch it. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. Typical little brother and- thing. It is a very much like, look what I can do. <laughs> wax on, wax off, wax on. And then Raphael comes over and says, mouth off. Let's uh, let's talk about the song that's playing in this minute. Can we? Tell us yes. about the song, Rachel. Yeah, so uh, you want to take this one? No, because I can't read it. It's I can't find away. my notes here. What do you mean Hang you on, can't read it? Oh, no, so it's it's the, too far away. The song that they're all dancing to, uh, it's called Find the Key to Your Life by Kathy Dennis. Kathy Dennis. I've never heard that name before in my life. So neither had I really until Rachel found another one of her hits. Mm-hmm. What's that, that song? That immediately like sent me 20 years back in time. Uh, what, what, it's called Touch Me and then in parentheses all night long. Yep. Oh, oh, but is it, was, it? Oh, but it was it was one of those songs that was just endlessly played in the late 90s, yeah. or, uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. We had this radio station around here called B101, and it was like standard mom dentist office rock. <laughs> Just safe mom rock. Yeah. yeah it's, got a, it's got a very strong, like like this song that, that you link, because uh, I suppose we'll, we'll put a, the link up on on, on like the, the group maybe, um, or people could just find it because we mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the sound, like the sound of this song and the sound of the song that's playing in the background, because well, they're not going to put Touch Me all, uh, all Night Long on the Turtle soundtrack, but they're like the same. Yeah. Like and I and they sound so familiar and it's just like oh that's the soundtrack of from when I was nine yeah <laughs> it it sends me back to a very specific summer like sitting in the back of a station wagon on the way to the pool yeah, it was a minivan <laughs> for me but just yeah, minivan same just like you know like, like the Voyager hot minivan the hot seatbelt or clip GMC thing. minivan yeah you know I think it's yeah. GMC. metal part of the seatbelt hitting your leg. Yeah, and you're in a yeah. bathing suit, and yeah. it's kind of uncomfortable to be in a, in a yeah. van in your bathing yeah. suit. Yeah, and then after the pool, you have the towel under you, and it's just kind of like chafes and sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, God. And man. then this song is playing. But but the, to 
the point I want to make about this song specifically and this artist specifically is it kind of give, gives credence to this theory that I've always had that the eighties didn't end until like 1993. Mm-hmm. True. Like, true. This was pop music in 1991 and it's the most eighties thing ever. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I feel like, was that a joke that they made in airheads? Mm. about like the 80s not ending well that's the thing is like it's like you know time like time moves on irrespective of the numbers that are assigned to it it's like the 70s didn't really the 70s like style and fashion and stuff didn't end until like you know 82 or something and that's the same thing with like the 90s stuff 90s stuff didn't die until i don't know 9 11 yeah (laughs) that's uh that's rough but yeah i guess so guys okay so wait a minute i'm doing a little bit of research yeah. Uh, on Kathy Dennis. So she's a big UK pop star. She oh, was like, that would make sense. Yeah. You know, pretty big in England. But then get this. So after her sort of performing career, she had a couple, you know, top 40 hits uh, in the States. But get this. She wrote the B-side for the Spice Girls song, Wannabe, right? So the song was released makes with sense. that. Oh, wrote a bunch us. of stuff. She did, she did the Pop Idol theme, which was also used for like American Idol. So that, that oh, theme good song stuff. you hear on there is her. Um, how about this? Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head. That was... Uh, I don't know if she actually recorded it first, but that's Kylie Minogue's song. We all know that one, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, wait, was that a cover then? Is what you're saying? I, I mean, Kathy Dennis I mean, wrote it. I don't know if she performed all, it. All like idol pop music is written by somebody else first. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if it was ever recorded before. Like, by, uh, uh, I mean, like who? Kathy uh, Dennis. Well, I I learned an interesting fact recently about you know pop songs. Pretty yeah. much every Backstreet Boys, In Sync. And Britney Spears' song were all written by the same Swedish songwriter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why the English is a little bit strange. Like, <laughs> Right. The and lyric they all kind of sound... Yeah, they all kind of sound the same. Like, the lyric, hit me, baby, one more time, doesn't mean, you know, punch me in the face. It means, yeah. you know, call me on my cell phone. Hit me up. But they're yeah. Swedish, and they didn't realize that that had a, a negative connotation. It's what yeah, they call the, the ABBA effect. And yeah. not for nothing, yeah. like, I'm looking Kathy Dennis up now on, uh, on, on, on like, uh, Tumblr, um, and, and I gotta say, she's got a look that I, I totally dig, and she's kind of like a, a vampy Velma, and, uh, yeah, she could also be April O'Neil. She's like, got a very April O'Neil look. She does have a bit of an April O'Neil look, but wait, check this out. She also co-wrote Toxic by Britney Spears and won <laughs> a Grammy God. for it. Nice. And she wrote, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. She has been far more influential than I thought. She's actually been doing pretty darn well for herself as a songwriter. And this song that you're hearing in this movie was specifically written for this film, I think. You go, Kathy. Wow. Yeah. Go for Kathy Dennis. Kathy Dennis, I did not know your name before, and yet you mean so much. I thought this yeah. was just going to be kind of a throwaway comment, but wow. <laughs> hey, look at us. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, just thing. that song title alone, like the Touch Me All Night thing, like not being suitable for the TMNT soundtrack. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun enough on its own. But then it turns out, oh, she means something? Oh, okay, There's cool. some substance here. <laughs> There's substance to this innuendo joke. Huh. Like so, so Raphael says mouth off, and I like what Leonardo uh-huh. does. He reaches over and he shakes Raphael's hand, and he says, good job, Raph. While Donnie is just laying on more like cliched dialogue that could have been like from any other movie ever. Uh, or just not in the movie at all. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really need to be there. 
everyone's a critic. He's such a ham in this movie. Yeah. And he does this weird, like, look off camera with his eyes. <laughs> like what? Like one of those cat clocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this movie, the role of Deadpool will be played by Donatello. Have kind I ever of. told you that those cat clocks, like, give me nightmares? Yeah. I can, I can imagine yeah. it. I'm Actually, almost certain one of those cat clocks has been, like, you know, referenced in horror movies. Yeah, probably. Like, I just I mean, watched a couple it in of times. Uh, an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch in which one of the ants is the owner of a clock shop and every clock on the wall is one of the cat clocks. Noise, no. noise. So, Rachel, maybe avoid that episode. No, no. Trigger warning. I like that show. No, no. It's good. <laughs> no cat clocks, please. Don wow. Draper's daughter did good. Cat clops? Cat clops. Cats. <laughs> Like oh, Cyclops, man. but he's oh, a now. Cat. I want to just do feline versions of the X Men. <laughs> oh man, that, that, I mean that that's a character like in a... the Venture Brothers, though. There is a cat clops. Oh, instead oh, yeah. of yeah. instead of an eye, he's got a cat head, I... and it also has a little eye patch on it. Oh, so, yeah, he has yeah, a yeah, one yeah. eyed cat, cat clops in, in Venture Brothers, eye. and that yeah. kind of reminds me. Like I did a um, a thing on it's up. It's still on my. I, I still have an existing Deviant Art account, and there's a like an art that I did uh, where like I had a nightmare like uh, you know years in, like over a decade ago. And, and uh, like I did a little art piece of like a, a cute little kitten with instead of eyes, it has like in a single space there in the middle, like one of those, you know, those clicker counters, like, you know, the round little thing that has like those <laughs> dial, like uh, sort of yeah. like analog numbers where you click it to count things. Yes. And, and I have that in place of the eyes. So I think I still have, I'll share that to the TMNT Minute listener group. That's terrifying. They can see, they can see my creepy <laughs> nightmare fuel. Okay. Um, you welcome. So- April comes in and all the turtles are like, ah, oh, shucks, we were trying to clean for you. And they have to hide all the cleaning oh. supplies. I mean, it lo- it already looks pretty clean. You know what yeah. they didn't yeah. clean up? What? The mountain of pizza boxes on the yeah. table. Well, but I mean, they are piled neatly on the table, though, right? I mean, I guess they had to eat lunch at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's from that day. And then I, second lunch. I call bull on this whole thing because there's, okay, they they know when she comes home. Okay, so April comes in. And uh, uh, she, she first off, like, so New York City apartments, usually when you enter an apartment, you're in a communal hallway where you, there's, like, lots of other apartment doors. Mm-hmm. We saw the building that April's in, right? There's probably a couple other apartments up in there. She might have the whole floor to herself, but, like, heaven forbid one of her neighbors, like, walks by her door when it's open. What kind of surprise are they going to get? That's a good Just, point. Just, like, four turtles hanging unless out in the she, living Unless room. she has, like, a vestibule area. That's possible. Like between the outside door and the inside door. Very possible. In which case, they're just bad ninjas for not hearing her go through that. <laughs> um, File under she, bad ninja-ing. Yeah, bad ninja-ing. So she immediately comes in and her first question is, you know, where's Splinter? And they say he's been up on the roof all day. And she's like, why? Um, And we get this nice little uh, dramatic moment where Splinter sort of pops in out of nowhere, like, hey, I've been listening to you guys this whole time. And uh, he's in the window. And he says, coming. And they all turn and gasp at the same time. And then he says, to a decision. And you see Splinter in the window. Um, And uh, the thing i like most about this minute i think is that it ends right after that line is finished <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's a- like it, this is the one joke from this movie that everybody has like yeah like th- this has been played over and over and over on youtube like everybody mentions this moment in this movie 
It's really. It, it's just kind of funny. Like, I, like I, I always, I always see that online. It's like, like coming to a decision. It's like in those Buzzfeed listicles that mm. you'll see, like, oh, inappropriate moments in kids' it, television. It's kind of up there with Frankenfurter's <laughs> anticipation. Say it, patient. <laughs> I've never caught that on the internet before. I've never seen the this referenced in that way. I must be only on the clean parts of the internet. You guys go to the dirty stuff. <laughs> um but yeah, and and you know Splinter being on the roof this whole time brings me up another question. Like how well hidden is their fire escape? Because fire escapes are usually pretty visible, right? Yeah, don't they usually face the street? In a lot of instances. I think on the building that April lives in, it's actually on the outside. Um, so they're doing a little bit of like, it looks like they're looking out into an alley between buildings right now, which I mm. suppose could be the case. Um, I do want to go into the city and actually explore April's apartment building one of these days over on, what did I say, it was Spring Street, and see kind of how the layout is. But I tend to think that if if you see a rat that big out on a fire escape, <laughs> even in New York, you're going to be a little, uh, mm. a little freaked or, out about that. Or you're like, that. geez, the rats sure are getting big these days. <laughs> well, so, he's, not, he's not exactly on the fire escape. Don't we learn in a, in a future minute or the next minute that she has like kind of a cool roof deck? I mean, she does have a roof deck, but I think he came down the fire escape. You can even see the bars of the fire escape. I think he came down from the roof to her okay. window to sort of summon them. I I always imagine that you that when you step out that window, you were just on that roof deck. No, because oh. it looks like there's some kind I of think that, steps or yeah, like there's a some ladder. sort of a, a ladder or a stairway up there. Hmm. Escalator. Did I? <laughs> so okay, before I was um, taken away, did I? Did I miss the the part about his arriving and like, uh, what's he doing up on the roof? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about. Do you want to? You want to chime in on that? He's what's he doing, Chris? He's coming. Yeah, I apparently <laughs> never caught decision. that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, yeah, that was going to be my thing in the, at the beginning of the episode where it was like all one coming to a decision a minute later <laughs> at a time. Anyway. Uh, I like wax offing personally. Yeah, wax offing, yeah. <laughs> which is the well, same thing. If we're really wax. listen, you can all pick your favorite innuendo from this minute, but I think that pretty much wraps up minute twenty-one. What say you mm-hmm. guys? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. All good. right, make sure you guys head over to Instagram and Twitter and check us out at TMNT Minute. You can go to DuelingGenre.com. Check out all the other great podcasts over there. You can even become a Patreon supporter if you go to DuelingGenre.com/support and get bonus content from all the cool podcast that we put out over on the dg uh for the crew here at ninja turtles minute i am scott that is chris rachel and adam and we will see you guys tomorrow on tuesday for minute 22 bye everybody bye bye guys coming to a cowabunga